All right, guys. Very excited for another session with you all. Um, going through uh, a new topic with you guys today on the daily live stream. So today I'm going to talk about hiring a sales assistant. Um, and very excited for our daily show, the Business Over Breakfast, in case you missed our logo. There you got it. Um, very excited to talk to you about something new that I have done for my business, which was hire a sales assistant. So I went on to Upwork. I could show you a little demo on how I did this at uh, some point, but I um, went on to Upwork and found a couple good potential, um, let me get my audio down here a little bit, found a couple good potential hires for a sales assistant role. Um, the hires that I was evaluating at that point, um, you know, I wasn't quite sure. I had never really hired on Upwork before and um, wanted to make sure that I was getting somebody that was gonna be high quality. They were gonna be customer facing and I put them through a little bit of an interview process in order to make sure that they were the right fit for what I was hoping to achieve. Um, so what I did was I created a form on Google Forms that basically was a couple key questions that I would appreciate um, them having a reference fill out. One of the great things about Upwork is there's a lot of visibility into what uh, previous employers thought about that hire. So I was able to get some good visibility into that and help inform that decision. And then once I kind of made that decision around my shortlist, I sent everybody a Google form and told them to have one to three people fill that out as a reference. And believe it or not, you probably will. Uh, some people opted out of that, which was a good sign. I'm glad that I kind of whittled it down in that way. And then some people had, you know, a mixed bag of references. Some of the references weren't super competent. Um, some were, were really competent and were at a, a great position. Um, and one of the key things that I found in talking with references was you should talk about how this person likes to be managed and how they handle conflict. And that was really, really helpful. Um, especially now I made a decision and brought on a young woman to be my sales assistant, which is, she's phenomenal. She integrated right in. Um, and it's been a really great hire and experience for me. So what I started out having her do was handle email management as well as my calendar management. And basically what that's looked like, you know, I put together some documentation around, um, you know, confirming people into my, my meetings every day, which is uh, really helpful. It's really increased the rate of uh, people showing up, you know, uh, or decreased the rate of no-shows uh, to my meetings every day and has confirmed and gotten, gotten me uh, top of mind with people first thing in the morning. So she goes in, she emails everyone at um, that is uh, scheduled to attend a meeting with me that day to make sure that it's confirmed. Um, then she also triages my inbox. So on average, I'm getting anywhere from 50 to 150 emails per day across uh, probably in each inbox across maybe three inboxes. So you're looking at 
you know, sometimes hundreds of emails and that's a lot to triage and manage. So one of the things that I've noticed is if I'm focused on email, entire days could go by and I really don't get anything productive done. Um, however, sometimes there's urgent matters that come in via email that I need to attend to immediately. So what I've been able to do is I have her triaging my email and really categorizing it into a couple key buckets that helps me prioritize my time. And it's been really nice. So one of the great things too that is an added benefit to this is she's a night owl and I'm a morning person. So, you know, she hops on and will triage my email maybe at like, you know, eight to one in the morning, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. And then I usually get up around 4.30 or 4.45 and I hop into my email, check out what the triage was, what's been urgent, uh, manage that. And then I put it to bed and then I get my, my top things uh, done um, for that day, whether that be prepping for a meeting, whether that be putting a quote together, what have you. So anyway, really highly recommend um, a sales assistant. One thing that's been super, super helpful and that she's really gravitated to and created kind of some ownership over is documentation around process. So I created some documentation because I was concerned of having somebody in my email um, kind of managing some things. So I wanted some sign off on some documentation on how she was going to handle that. And um, that ended up being really great. It, it was a great onboarding experience to kind of get her plugged in with something immediately. And then uh, once she kind of got plugged in, she made, I told her, make it your own. Go, don't be afraid to go in there, edit the document. Um, I had actually agenda setting and email management in two documents. She said it'd be really helpful to have it in one so she combined them. She took more screenshots. She put some other steps in there for herself, highlighted, bolded some things that she felt as were really important. Um, and it's been a really great resource for both of us to set expectations around how she'll perform her job. Um, so we started off with email and calendar management. Started off small, getting things moving. Uh, I think that started, what was it, last week? Uh, we, we got that going. Now she has access to the two CRM platforms that I use, one for the podcasting business and one for one of my customers. And um, what I'm hoping to accomplish with that is kind of lessen the uh, delay in getting quotes to my customers. So I'm hoping to have her kind of get based off of a template, uh, get some familiarity with the products that I'm selling for both my customer and my own business, and then get quotes started at least and get them moving, get some uh, initial terms, a lot of client specific terms for each quote. Um, and then that way the maybe, I don't know, 20 to 50 quotes that I'm sending out per month, I have at least a starting point so I could plug into that quote and get it going. Eventually, I would really love for, you know, that that $800 to maybe $5,000 quote to have her pretty much get that done soup to nuts and then get my approval on it and then send it out under my email address. I think that would be perfect. Um, and it would really save a lot of time and we would have some velocity to these deals, add that velocity. Um, so the, a couple things that I've actually been thinking about a lot and it came from a podcast I was listening to, um, 
they were talking about kind of uh, Reed Hoffman, the co-founder of LinkedIn, was talking about um, the uh, Amazon and kind of what Jeff Bezos tenants uh, for delivery and for customer service are at Amazon. Um, and it was really great. The three things that he said were super important um, for Jeff Bezos. So Reed Hoffman was talking about Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon. And uh, Jeff talks about how convenience, price, and speed are the key differentiators for Amazon. So that's not necessarily um, you know, true for every business. Uh, but it is really important, I think, in any business to um, consider what the role of those three pieces are. Um, so for for Amazon, it's convenience to the nth degree. I do believe that the friction that we insert into uh, customers doing business with us could be really harmful. One thing that I have done as a salesperson for software coming in for these, you know, mid six figure deals with some companies is I do slow down initially. Um, when a lead comes in, I slow down the process and um, make sure that we get a good discovery done so that it's valuable. Uh, the evaluation cycle is valuable to the customer uh, or potential customer. So um, the speed part was interesting to me. Um, sometimes it's good to, to put the brakes on a prospect to make sure that they are really diving deep. Um, otherwise, it's almost like you're, you're slowing down to speed up. So once the, that demo hits, so you know, for me, I go through the discovery, I talk about price, see where they are with price and really make sure that this is a good company for our, our fit. Um, and if they are a good company for our fit, then it's pedal to the metal. And really the speed is important. It's important for the customer. Um, it's also important for us. Obviously we would like to get the deal done quicker, uh, but for the customer, it's also really important to get speed because they, um, are trying to get something done in their organization and time kills their ability to get something done because something inevitably comes up. Um, and takes away that momentum. So it's important to build that momentum into your actual project. And then your project can be done at a good uh, clip. The other piece is price. Um, so, you know, Amazon obviously is pushing price as low as possible. Um, really not the play for a lot of brands. You know, you look at somebody like Burberry or Rolex or some of these luxury brands, or even you look at something like SAP uh, in the software space or Salesforce uh, or even Outreach. Um, these, these software companies, these luxury brands, um, there's a different tier that they demand customers to enter into in order to do business with them. And so they really can use price as one of those levers um, for premium customers doing premium projects with their premium brand. Um, so then you have somebody like Amazon with the Amazon Basics. It's really they're focused on the highest speed possible at all points in the process and the lowest price possible um, and are really able to kind of cut out the margin um, and increase the, the profitability through volume. And that's really where I think convenience comes into play. Um, so you look at something like Gary Vaynerchuk's wine text, uh, it's incredibly convenient 
to receive a text every uh, day or week or however often he does that. And um, all you respond back with is a number. And that's how many bottles is going to be dropped off to your doorstep. Incredibly convenient. Um, and it's really driven around price. And then the speed is one variable that he's talked openly about trying to correct. Um, so I would encourage you to consider convenience, price, and speed um, in your business. Now, relating this back to the hiring of a sales assistant. So for me, I felt as though the speed after the demo is really important. However, it takes a lot of time to do discovery, to do intro, to do lead generation. And sometimes that time that's spent before the demo is um, really takes away from those customers that are looking to actually do business with us. Even current customers who have a request that comes in and wants to get this done urgently, how can I increase speed? Um, and then increase speed in urgent requests. So that, that obviously that, uh, you know, solves for itself. The price uh, standpoint, you know, I don't know if it necessarily correlates to the price of your products, um, but it is very interesting when you consider the uh, cost of sale and the time and the money that's spent on your salespeople. Um, so, you know, if you were to say, you know, each hour, that a pro that a salesperson spends in front of their prospect, you know that that maybe that's uh, gets you twenty percent closer to a sale, say each month. And say your sale is you know maybe twenty thousand dollars on a monthly basis. So you know in an average you know month you've got what one hundred and sixty hours of work. Um, so there's only a certain number of hours that a salesperson could be in front of your uh, potential customer or your current customer. Um, so why have them spend two hours, um, you know, on a Friday morning or a Wednesday afternoon building out quotes where you could have somebody that is not paid at the same level as a salesperson, but still just as integral um, as a, in the sales assistant role. Um, and then you can really demand potentially you could get a higher volume of deals um, out. And if you want to be a premium brand, then you just have a higher volume at a higher margin or potentially your cost of sale decreases, which allows you to pass that cost savings along to your customers, compressing price and give you a competitive advantage. Um, and then you look at convenience. So how convenient is it and how frictionless, I really think about friction when I think about convenience. How frictionless is it for a customer to do business with you? So say a hot lead comes in, wants to meet with your with somebody or just wants to buy something, how quickly are you able to define their needs, make sure that they have a good correlation between the value of their need being met and the value or the price of your software or whatever product or service you're offering. And then how quickly are you able to establish those two things, get something in their hands that's executable for them to then start using um, and be able to execute on that and then uh, go through your implementation, whatever that might look like. How convenient does that is that? So a sales assistant in my mind um, can make that incredibly convenient 
by offering some of the ad administrative type work, like entering activities into your CRM, building a quote, um, or even sending a quote, ensuring that there's follow-up done, um, things like that it are, is really gonna help the convenience of your customer doing business with you. I also think about, you know, I recently, like I mentioned yesterday, I did that coaching session. Um, the coach that I, that I met with, uh, he actually had his assistant send me what was like, he called it a menu. It was basically a list of a couple, um, you know, different time blocks that I could uh, purchase of his time in order to do some coaching. And then it also had some good, you know, marketing um, around why exactly he, you know, demands this type of price um, and what's important, um, you know, to consider around meeting with him. So, you know, the convenience and the uh, speed at which I was able to, you know, I was interested. I saw actually a, tw a couple of Twitter posts um, and was interested in his background, did some research on his LinkedIn, um, was really impressed, reached out to him. He immediately got that into the hands of his assistant. And within an hour, I had a menu in front of me on how to do business. So, but he utilized the, the, the assistant in a, in a practical way, uh, a valuable way, and had convenience and speed associated with that. Um, and then my, you know, emotionally was excited about that prospect of a coaching call with somebody who's grown, you know, two software businesses to over 60 million and, uh, annual recurring revenue. And that made me feel uh, more comfortable with the prices that he was demanding. So a couple thoughts there, but I really think, um, you know, hiring a sales assistant from a sales perspective is really important. Um, the other thing that I've noticed too is it's a, it's a great way, you know, I just started my business. It's a great way to start a uh, relationship around the employee-employer uh, dynamic and, and kind of hone in on that. You know, that's one thing that I definitely um, could use a lot of practice in is kind of honing in on what sort of employer I want to be. So that's really helped um, in getting started with something not quite as intense um, as, you know, a full time employee um, that, you know, is supposed to be performing at a certain level with uh, more complex tasks. Uh, this is a part-time employee that's performing at a, um, you know, there's not, there's not quite as, as heavy metrics involved and could really uh, be a little bit of a transition for me into, into management. So a couple thoughts for you guys. Uh, very excited for this show. Thank you for, let's see, we got, we had uh, two listeners today. Hey, I'm good. I'm good with whatever, uh, but I appreciate you tuning in and uh, I am excited to bring you more content over the course of these uh, days, weeks, months, years to come. Thank you.